Good morning and welcome to Wake Up With Marcy. It's time to get inspired and empowered with stories of hope, celebrity inspiration, education, and resources. Just a reminder, my book, Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles is available for pre-order on Amazon. It is a memoir, self-help book. And my book helps you to see the signs from the other side, move into spirituality, break free from harmful patterns in your life and achieve a new path to recovery. Now let's hear about my guests. We first meet Dr. John Martini. Dr. Martini is a world-renowned, award-winning human behavior specialist, researcher, international speaker, and best-selling author. Today, we get educated on how to develop a healthy mindset, create a life of vitality, and the relationship between your brain and wellness in the body. Next, we get inspired by Alice Carbona Tench. She is an LA-based Italian cook and author of Eating Again, The Recipes That Healed Me, which is part memoir, part cookbook. Alice shares her most intimate challenges with bulimia and alcoholism in her new Italian vegetarian cookbook, helping those that want to live a healthy and positive lifestyle. We then get entertained with comedian and actress Sky Townsend from HBO's A Black Lady Sketch Show. Lastly, we are empowered by renowned Miami plastic surgeon, Dr. Adam Rubenstein. He shares with us the importance of choosing a board-certified plastic surgeon because he says it's not all the same. Now let's meet my truly inspirational guest and move towards a better life. My next guest is world-renowned, award-winning human behavior specialist, Dr. John Martini. He says physical well-being begins in the mind, and we will learn how to develop a healthy mindset and create a life of vitality. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. This is so interesting. So let's first talk about how our minds, our brains, and, our, and how that affects the, the wellness in our body. That, what's the relationship there? Ah, well, this has been a long history, all the way back to even to Pythagoras. They knew that a balanced mind was necessary for homeostasis and balance in the body to bring wellness. Our perceptions um, have a massive impact on our physiology. If we perceive something attacking us, we go into a fight or flight mode and activate our sympathetic nervous system and create chemistry that causes changes in physiology and symptoms, literally. We can have our heart rate go up. We can get our blood pressure going up. We can have our digestive system shut down. We can dry up our, our, our fluids in our digestive structures. Our muscles go into tension just from a perception. Mm-hmm. We've And we've all misperceived people. Sometimes we think people are going to be really challenging, and then we found that they're just pussycats. But in the meantime, yeah. we, we affected our physiology. We can also be infatuated with somebody, make a heart rate go on and make us uh, lose our thinking process and get our blood into our genital organs instead of our brain and do foolish things, as you know. Right. <laughs> and that changes okay. our physiology. So anytime we imbalance our perception and see pleasure more than pain or pain more than pleasure, we can create a 
parasympathetic, sympathetic, autonomic change, hypothalamic change, and create symptoms in our body to let us know that we don't have a balanced mind. The Mm -hmm. symptoms are feedback systems to balance our mind. They're helping us go back to authenticity. So so let's talk about that. You say like, if we feel that we're going to be attacked, the fight or flight, of course. But what are we believing that is, what are we perceiving that's coming after us? And I mean, is that just life in general? And also right now with anxiety and depression being at such a heightened level now due to COVID also, how are those things affecting our bodies? Are they creating illness in our bodies also? Absolutely. Yeah, depression is a comparison of our current reality to a fantasy we're holding on to, an expectation that's not being met. We're not living up to the expectation. And in that expectation, we sometimes have a fantasy about how it's supposed to be. If we don't find and ask, what are the downsides to the fantasy that we're expecting to calm that down? Our perception of letdown, because it's not matching the fantasy, is depressed. So if we find the benefits of what's going on in our current world and the fantasy and find the drawbacks to the fantasy of what we think it's supposed to be, because the way it is is the way it is. And anytime you're not honoring the way it is and expecting it to be something other than the way it is, you have a fantasy. And that fantasy is the source of that. And when we have events in our life that we've been traumatized by that we think have all downsides, anything that reminds us of it can create an anxiety response. And that's Mm -hmm. because we never look for the benefits of the event that we thought was traumatic. And if we ask the quality of our lives based on the quality of the questions we ask, if we ask questions, how specifically is this event helping me fulfill what's meaningful to me? We can calm down the the trauma in our minds and calm down the anxiety. So tell us real quick how we can transform uh, an illness mindset into a wellness one. Are there steps that we can take? Everybody lives by a set of priorities, a set of values in life. And anytime they're living by the highest priorities, highest values, the things that are most meaningful and fulfilling in their life, automatically it raises the balance of chemistry in the brain. So if they're not filling their day with high priority actions that inspire them, that are meaningful, they're automatically going to be more vulnerable to their amygdala's biochemical imbalance state. But if you fill your day with things that are meaningful, you're more resilient, more adaptable, less likely to be vulnerable to outside influences. Hmm. And that's why it's so important to find out what you really love to do in life and get on with it. Make your vocation your vacation. And if you do that, you decrease the probability of illness in your life. You you have more use stress, not distress. You have more resilience instead of inability to adapt. And you have less distress and more appreciation for life. And you set realistic expectations in real time that won't lead to the depressive state. So prioritizing your life, exercising, drinking lots of water, not highly volatile, sugary types of foods and fats, and allow yourself to do something that's meaningful, that makes a difference and serves other people to give you fulfillment. All of those reduces the probability of volatile, emotional, induced physiological illnesses, including depression and anxiety. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Martini, to com- for coming on the show and sharing such incredible information with us. I also know you have the D- Martini method. 
So where can we find you and more information about this? Well, you can find me on just drdmartini.com. And there's, mm -hmm. it's an educational website. You could spend the rest of your life on there with so much information on there. But it's basically, and the Demartini method is a method on helping. It's a series of questions to help you balance out your perceptions and find the hidden order in your life so you can be appreciative and love your life again. So it's a tool mm -hmm. that's a cognitive way of helping you bring healing to the body and to the mind. I love it. I love it. Once I moved to a, a gratitude mindset, my life began to change also. So thank you again Absolutely. for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate the questions. After the break, we meet Alice Carbona Tench. She is an LA-based Italian cook and author of Eating Again, The Recipes That Healed Me. And we get entertained with comedian and actress Sky Townsend from HBO's A Black Lady Sketch Show. My next guest is the author of Eating Again, The Recipes That Healed Me, Alice Carbone Tench. Welcome to the show, Alice. Hi, Marcy. Thank you so much for having me. Great to have you. So throughout this book, you share stories about your battle with bulimia and alcoholism and how you got through it and also these amazing recipes that helped you to eat again and make you feel good about it. So let's talk about your journey and, and how this made you feel to share through this book. Yes, this book has really changed my life. Um, mm. I think that I had to reach a bottom in general in life. And writing this book, which kind of wrote itself, I didn't plan on writing a book. I was writing down my recipes because I wanted my daughter to have them. She's four. And I thought, you know, when she grows up, my grandmother left me 30 years of diaries mm -hmm. and I have everything from her. So I just started writing down things. And I realized as I was writing them down that I was discovering new parts of myself um, that I didn't know accessible, I think. And, and you know, it's very... What I, one of the things that you shared in your book, and I can relate to because I'm just about seven years sober, is how, thank you, and how your sobriety made you realize things about you. Like, meaning that when we, and a lot of it is like through step four, right? When we start writing down who wronged us and we start identifying with our, our part in things, right? And the anger and the trauma of, the, of our past. And you share about that and how your life started to change, which is beautiful. So tell us, and, and how has this changed your perspective on life? I think that all my life, I looked for someone to blame for everything, for mm -hmm. the way my body was, for the way things went. There was always this finding outside blame. And as I started working on myself and the act of writing, whether it's in a book or a notebook or just for you, it's really magical in this. There's something that happens when you write things down. And for me, food was similar. When I started working with the ingredients, mm -hmm. I think that I started being more present and I 
And I started looking in rather than where can I find the fix? Where can I find the the blame? And I and I and I think it was all about it's a I mean it still is. This book wasn't the fix, you know, but it was yeah. it's been the beginning of a journey of first of accepting mm-hmm. um also what I don't like, you know, accepting how I am, accepting how my yeah. body is, accepting how life is. And that mm-hmm. gave me freedom. Uh, you're ever evolving, right? In this beautiful life that we have. And now that you share so many of these uh, recipes on Instagram, which is great. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I even Instagram, I started uh, four, almost four years ago. Uh-huh. I had this desperate need of being heard. And I think that that's been kind of a a thread in my life not feeling hurt not feeling seen and so I started cooking on Instagram to mm-hmm. share this difficulty that I had in getting back in the kitchen and 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 healing and people mm-hmm. and it resonated with people and what resonated with people I think is finding a community around the need of being seen in, in a world where everybody you know you can you can be seen constantly we are seen constantly Right. I think that there's a deeper way that we need to be seen and heard. So I started doing these shows on Instagram every Monday night and we cook yeah. together. Um, and every, every week there's a new recipe and, and we come, we, we talk. It's almost as it is a, is a kitchen is a dinner party. We gather in the kitchen. Yeah. I and love the beautiful it. part, the beautiful part of a kitchen party is when you are in the kitchen talking to your friends while making the meal. Right. Right. Absolutely. So we've been doing this. I think it's great. So unfortunately, we are about out of time, but your book, the recipes are amazing. I love how you connect with your family and your roots through the recipes that you have created and share from your grandmother in this book and your mother and and your story, because there's so much that we can learn through other stories and the vulnerabilities. So Alice, I just want to con- you know, wish you complete success with this book and, and your connection with others. So thank you again. Thank you so much, Marcy. Thank you very much. I'm so excited about my next guest, actress and comedian Sky Townsend from HBO's A Black Lady Sketch Show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. This is great. And I got to tell you, we need some uplifting program and uh, programming, and this is definitely in that vein. I mean, I have laughed so much. So for those out there that don't know, can you tell us about the show? Yes. So the show is just like a break from reality. I feel like, you know, we shot two seasons in the pandemic, and our goal was just to keep people laughing during these really crazy times. So if you tune in, it's nothing political. It's nothing heavy. It's nothing crazy. You're just going to see some of your favorite guests, uh, favorite celebrity guests coming in and playing with us. And, you know, it's our third season. So we're really in a special groove now because now we know how each other works. And we're like, okay, <laughs> we yeah. know what we're doing now, you know. That is so fantastic. So tell us about your role. Well, I play about 20 to 25 different characters this season. Uh, So it's super exciting because every day that you show up, you're somebody new, right? Like one day I could be from Argentina and the next day I'm from Brooklyn and the next day I'm from Mississippi. And so it's such a a challenge as an artist to just show up to work and, and be prepared for whatever the role brings. 
So I want to watch a clip now. This is a great clip. Oh, goodness. One, two, three. I'm oh. honorable. Ladies, uh, you're doing so great in class, on your paintings, and in life, from what I can tell. But hey, I'm just going to have to get vulnerable with you ladies for a second. Is that okay with you? A fire game. What just happened? Now, I just moved to the city, and I'm realizing how hard it is to make friends as an adult. Is there any chance you ladies are looking for a fourth? <laughs> Maybe we can get our living single, our entourage. <laughs> Our golden girls, our ninja turtles on. That is hilarious. All right. So tell us about that one segment where you're at this, you know, painting class. And (laughs) I, I am telling you, I love the painting instructor. Too funny. (laughs) That is one of my favorite characters Uh, between the hair and the makeup. We got to actually design our characters this season. So when I went in on that one, I was like, okay, this is how I imagine her. She has a ducktail on the left side of her neck and uh, she wears high water pants and I want her to have sneakers so she can cartwheel. And so it is just so exciting. And I love when people see that clip next to me interviewing because (laughs) they realize how wild we get on the show. But uh, that is one of my favorite characters, Jean Jacket. She is an art teacher from Argentina and she talks like this and, you know, She's so crazy and so silly. And so preparing for her, I just, I had a ball. One of my favorite characters of the whole season. Yeah, that is, yeah, I love that. So I want to talk just a quick moment about your podcast, Unpack and Bounce Back with your cousin, Raina Biddy. I listened to some of your podcasts and that's a, we're going on a different strain there, right? This is about telling your story and helping people to heal and get stronger. So yeah. how has it been being involved in, and helping others through your podcast? Ooh, it's, it's extremely vulnerable, which is something that comedians mm-hmm. like to avoid <laughs> being yeah. vulnerable. So yeah. it's, it's very interesting because, you know, I was having a conversation with my cousin Reyna, who's like a best-selling author. She's fantastic, a poet. And we were having all these talks about things we've learned in our twenties. And I said, I think this could be really helpful to somebody. What we've learned about heartbreak, what we've learned about starting over when you thought you had things figured out. And so mm-hmm. we, we set up this podcast and we launched it over the pandemic And we did not expect for it to just blow up seemingly overnight. And so it's been really therapeutic to share our truths. And, you know, it's, it's vulnerable. It's definitely different, different than comedy. I can say that. (laughs) It is different. And I, and I feel like it, you know what, there's just so much healing in your truth and helping others to feel comfortable to tell their truth, right. To help them to move towards their healing journey Yes. And in comedy, you kind of can put all that stuff away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We yeah. run from it in comedy or we make it exactly. a joke and we never face it, you know, so it's important exactly. to face it. Yeah, it is so important to to heal. So let's talk about some upcoming projects. I mean, my God, you're doing so much, but and and maybe even a dream role for you. Oh, gosh. You know, right now I'm just figuring out what's next. I did dive a little into the cartoon world and I'm really excited about that. I'm not allowed to say which show yet, but when I got the call, I was like, "Ah!" so I'm super excited to do that Um, and Mm -hmm. and just really developing my own projects. Right now I'm fleshing out my own ideas and working on scripts. And, you know, by by working with Robin Thede, I'm able to see somebody be in front and behind the camera. And so I'm just, I'm doing my homework so that when I get the shot, I'm ready. That's that's where I'm at. I think you're going to be ready too. So 
Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Sky, for coming on the show. And guys, you got to check out HBO's A Black Lady Sketch Show and binge season three on HBO Max. I mean, it's a good one. So thank you again, Sky. Thank you so much. Next, we meet world-renowned board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Adam Rubenstein. We are now going to talk about plastic surgery and the importance of choosing a board-certified plastic surgeon. And here to talk with us about it is Dr. Adam J. Rubenstein. Welcome to the show, doctor. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Great to have you. So why don't you tell us about your practice and your voice as a patient advocate? Well, my practice is in Miami, Florida, and uh, I do mostly cosmetic surgery, face, breast, body, uh, all over. And I've been doing it for a couple of decades. What I've noticed in about 20 years doing this, especially in Miami, which some consider the wild west of uh, cosmetics and uh, aesthetic surgery, there's a lot of people that are doing what I do that probably shouldn't be doing what I do. And uh, there's also a lot of people that are fooled into believing one thing or another without really doing a lot of research or even knowing where to do research. So I spent a lot of my career trying to just help people make their best choices, get them good information, make sure that they're uh, they're knowledgeable and their their eyes are open when they're making a choice to go have a procedure. How can we find out more information that you're sharing about now? The first thing, the first question you asked is, how do you know you're seeing the right kind of doctor? So the mm-hmm. best first step is making sure that any doctor you're thinking about going to see is board certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. The American Board of Plastic Surgery is the only board that certifies plastic surgeons in the United States. There is no board that is governed by the American Board of Medical Specialties. It's the group that regulates all this stuff. There's no board that's a member of that that has the word cosmetic in it, not one. So if a doctor says, well, I'm board certified by the American Board of Cosmetic Surgery, that's not one of those boards. And that certified by the American Board of Cosmetic Surgery could mean that patient is, you know, is an emergency room doctor that took some courses Mm -hmm. and somehow made it through that certification. It's not the same. So let's talk about, you were on Lifetime recently and you did some corrective surgery. Tell us about that experience and how you were selected and the impact that that has made. Well, impact's a great word. It made an impact for me you know, I, I love what I do and having an influence and being able to help someone turn the corner or turn the page on a bad experience or a bad part of their life is really special. That's one of the things I love about what I do. And so it had an impact in the patients, of course, in me. And then actually everyone that watches, the, the show is My Killer Body. It's on Lifetime and it features Kay Michelle, the R&B artist, who was very open about sharing her not so great experience with uh, cosmetic surgery and cosmetic procedures. And she just blew up sharing this whole disaster that she went through. And from there, uh, that came, that became a show. And, Mm -hmm. uh, that show is my killer body. Each episode features, um, two patients that have had a rough go. They had a procedure, didn't go well for them. Some cases it really didn't go well. I mean, some of these stories are outrageous and, uh, you know, they have a bad outcome. 
And so mm. I'm one of the doctors that gets the chance to help these people correct these problems. And it was, it's been impactful. It's been really a, a very rewarding experience. I hope we're looking in for a season two soon. And I think it's awesome that you are helping us to make the right decisions and what to look for. And I know you do it in some fun ways also. So can you tell us exactly where all the places that we can find you? Well, yeah, some fun ways I should point out that we've done some kind of funny mocking videos and you can check those out uh, in my Instagram, either at Dr. Rubenstein, Dr. Rubenstein. You'll find some in at Plastic Surgery Truths. You can also search me on YouTube and you'll see a lot of these things come up or just go to my website, which is dr-rubenstein.com. One of my favorites uh, is the mail order plastic surgery. It's a funny one. And if you watch the video and you see the 800 number, give it a call. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing, God, this incredible advice. I mean, I am blown away. Yeah. You know, if you're not in this world and you don't see this every day, it's really shocking. But unfortunately, it's so common that it, it mm -hmm. takes a lot to shock me with this stuff. And even the stuff on the wow. show, on My Killer Body, some of those stories were surprising to me. But, you know, we're so used to seeing crazy things. So, you know, check out the yeah. show, check out the videos. You'll you'll get an education. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much for joining me today. What a great show. I just love my guests. If you want to find out more about them, check out wakeupwithmarcy.com. I hope you will join my email list. Please remember to be kind to yourself and kind to others. I hope to see you on social media at official wake up with Marcy underscore that's Instagram. And you can also go to Facebook at wake up with Marcy. I just want you to know that it would be so great to stay connected through the week. All right, guys, I will see you next weekend. Have a wonderful week.